Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on a uh, Wednesday. We say hello to you in the capital city, Jimmy B and Trent, as we roll all the way till 3 o'clock. And a terrific show for you today. Uh, Rob Howe will join us, Hawkeye Nation. will uh, get his thoughts on everything Hawks at about 1225, including the comments yesterday by Athletic Director Gary Barda. Uh, 1 o'clock, Zubin Mahente ESPN will be our guest. Once again, Zubin on at 1. 125, Andrew Garda, Pro Football Weekly on the National Football League. And 225, Adam Kramer, Kegs and Eggs. It's always fun when we get Adam on the show. You can always get in as well at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. How are you, partner? Oh, hanging in there. How yep. about yourself? It's a good day. Good yeah. day. Yeah. A little sticky out. You can wear this weather, but that's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the weather, Jim. I know it is. What are you going to do about it? I, you can't do anything. Well, you're old. You like to talk about I, it. But... It's not got nothing to do with age. No. Why, do you think old people just sit around and talk about weather? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That's not sick. Pretty much. Pretty much, that's it. Any old Damn, person I talk to, it's about the how's weather. How's the weather? And you fall right in line. I do not. <laughs> Every day, Jimmy. Oh, G. my gosh. The weather forecast with Jim Brinson. There you go. Uh, look, this is going to be a good day. And, look, we had the All-Star game last night that went ex- in, uh, extra innings. We had the McGregor and Money Mayweather news conference, which they dropped about 622 F-bombs uh, during the news conference itself. I'm glad I wasn't working the bleep button because that guy was busy. He probably was uh, needed to take a nap after uh, working on, on that uh, news conference. At any rate, we'll get into uh, a lot of that stuff today. Uh, quickly, just to recap, because we'll talk a little to Rob Howe about this as well, but Gary Barta meeting the news media yesterday. So it's pretty safe to say, and you you said a strong piece on it yesterday. I just wanted to follow up one more time, and then we'll put it to rest pretty much after we talk with Rob, that he's just fine at the University of Iowa. Yeah. And I think a lot of people thought that this was going to uh, be his undoing, but all indications are they would not have trotted him out there. And with his candor about discussing the lawsuit, which cost the school nearly $7 million, and then him indicating he'll probably have the reserves built up by two years. So it's still your thought process. The only way that Barta gets on thin ice is if the football team is mediocre and the basketball team does not make the NCAA? No, no. I mean, that's not the only way. I mean, if he gets sued again. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could happen. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a myriad of different things that could happen here. A scandal happens again. Sure. Uh, something else happens in terms of you know, what happened with the Meyer case. Absolutely. He's gone. Okay. I mean, he's on thin ice for that. But as it pertains to the actual playing surfaces, what matters to him is he needs Iowa to have a good football season. Yes. If that doesn't happen, if it is a disappointing year well, then the conversation is going to be struck up once again about him and about his future and the viability of him as the athletic director. In itself, he is an excellent 
fundraiser. Yes, he is. He raises money incredibly well. You see the capital improvements that they've made there in terms of facilities, Mm -hmm. that football structure that they have, the basketball facility, all these different things that they put together. And not just the revenue-generating sports, but the boathouse for the crew team and all these other things that have been put together. He's done a very good job of that. The one, one of the black marks against him was his first basketball hire, Todd LeClaire. Yes, awful. right. Absolutely awful. Terrible. Uh, the wrestling program, there are some people inside of there that are hoping that more can be done to get them on a level playing field with Penn State. Okay. Different kind of conversation, but as a fan base, the Iowa fans expect at the very least, to be up there competing for national championships. And you can say, well, they're in the top five. That's a little bit different, though, with what Penn State has done over the years. Sure, with Kale Sanderson to, And trying there. to chase them down. So right. you know, that's a different part of it. But in the end, it comes down to football. Okay. That is the most important component in Iowa City. And if this is a year, that is a disappointment. If this is a year that doesn't even end in a bowl berth. We're talking losing record. Five and seven? Sure. Okay. That one get you to a bowl game. You don't get to a bowl game. And then people look, and they look not just at what happened two years ago, 12-0 regular season. Yes. But the other components, the bowl game blowouts. Yes. The ugliness that has happened there. You couple that with some disappointing seasons. They haven't gone down. One of those years just last year. Mm-hmm. They were able to turn it on late in the year but still losses to North Dakota State, Northwestern at home, both of those games. Those are really head-scratching losses. And you take a look at the totality of Kirk Ferentz over the last six, seven, eight years. It's pretty mediocre. There's a blip there, yet Gary Barta, when he finally got that great season, handed out yet again another huge, huge long-term contract. Right. And as I said last year when it came out, I had absolutely no problem with Gary Barta handing out that contract to Kirk Ferentz. No problem at all at that link. At, at, okay. Link didn't matter. It was the buyout language. It was the thing that we had talked about throughout the whole time when it looked like Kirk Ferentz was on thin ice himself. Yes. And they were not able to get out underneath it because of that buyout language. And to not change that, when you're not going up against anybody— Kirk Ferentz wasn't looking at another college job. Kirk Ferentz was not looking at NFL jobs. You were bidding against yourself, and again, you were fleeced in that buyout language. That negativity will start to come back if Iowa does have a losing season. So they're very much married. If you have a bowl, a team that doesn't make a bowl game, Garibard is in trouble. Okay. And if there's more disappointment, maybe something else happens, whatever it may be, you're going down the road of Gary Barta being in trouble. If they make a bowl game, a lower-tier bowl, let's say they finish 7-5. and five, Yep. Okay? And then they get wasted again in a bowl game. Nah. I, you, th- still, you still think it's, that, that's not no. going to contribute anything? No. no okay. No, no. Okay. You're, you're, you like to overrate. You're old. You like those bowl games. Where you, I, I, <laughs> you over, yeah. I think you overrate I think bowl it's, game performance as it pertains to I think to you coaches. should be competitive. Okay. But they haven't been in the last few. So I, I think that's problematic. But, um, but is it? It's an exhibition game. Well, You're people, not playing for a national People didn't look at it as an... No, you're not. People didn't look at them as exhibition games just a few years ago. The Rose Bowls, an exhibition game? 
It's yeah. the freaking Rose Bowl. Right, but the Rose Bowl is not what the Rose Bowl but was. But none, none of the bowls are, with right. the exception of the first four. Right. Okay. You and I both agree on that. Mm-hmm. That That is a true statement. But I think to be embarrassed the last few seasons in bowl games the way that they have, uh, I, I think that's that's a issue. But I see where you're going, that even if they were a 7-5 team, Made a lower tier bowl and got beat again. Which would that would that make it five years in a row? Six. six, six in a row. That it would probably not impact Barta at no. all. Okay. I don't think it would impact Kirk Ferentz at all. Okay, and that's where it should impact. Him. Yes, and it's not even going to impact him. So okay, to go down and say that a bowl loss, even if they get beat a hundred to nothing in a bowl game, and okay. they go out to the. Foster Farm Bowl, and they lose, <laughs> and they lose to Utah, hundred to nothing. Yeah, it's not going to cost Gary Barta his job. Okay, uh, come on, Jim. No, I didn't say it would. I just thought the heat might be on with the embarrassment again. That's all. What what heat? I mean, they got to a bowl game. Yeah, you have to look at it in its totality. You look too singular at that one bowl game, and no. that's all you like to talk about. No, I, 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 I don't. I, I mean, when it, you talk twenty fifteen, what do you talk about first? You talk about the Rose Bowl. That's what you do. No, I yeah, don't. You do. I, no, I yes, don't. You do. First thing I did is I honored their 12-0 and 0 season. You you like to talk about then, the Rose Bowl. First. Then they got hammered in the Rose Bowl. And that's they got the, hammered in the last bowl. And in the game, what was it? The, the uh, Gator Bowl. Outback Bowl. Outback Bowl. Yeah. Well, it was in Florida. So they got hammered in the, by, by a Florida team that didn't even have six defensive starters on the field. Six? So, I think you're running into some funny, fuzzy math out there. How many? Was, was it six? It was yeah, I think it was six starters. Yeah, yeah. Check me out. I think I'm correct on that. Regardless, it, it doesn't Who gives matter. A crap, no, that's what. That, that's, that's what I'm. That's saying my to you. point. It's so why why is why is having a a, a ten and two record yet you don't make the Big Ten championship game? Or let's do this. Nine and three record. You don't make the Big Ten championship game. Okay. So you go to a bowl game yep. and your nine and three season, hey, that was great and everything. Now we don't care. It's not that they don't care. Are you just going for the party? That that is exactly it. You're going for the party. It's an experience. Okay. That is what a bowl game is about. The football game, yes, that is the reason that you're going is for the football game, but it's for the experience. There's a reason that there aren't bowl games in Des Moines, Iowa. There isn't a bowl game in Columbus, Ohio. There isn't a bowl game even in a great place like Chicago. Mm-hmm. You're going, and the reason the bowl games were created, to get out of the godforsaken weather here I agree with that. of the Midwest. I That's why you're it. going to a bowl game, Okay, Jim. I'm good with that. Yeah, you want to see your team win. But really, that's not the most important part. It's very far down in the pecking order. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter one iota. There is absolutely no carryover. We've heard, oh, momentum going into next year. Yeah. That is... There's been plenty of studies done. There's no such no, thing no, as momentum not, no, from a bowl game into there. the next season. I agree with that. All these things that are out there, they're a bunch of hooey. There, there's no <laughs> truth to those things that are out there. It's hooey. It is an exhibition game. Okay. That is all. Okay. It is a chance to go, follow your team, have enjoy fun. some nice weather, have a vacation, yeah. get out of here in the end of December, early January. Sure. That's what a bowl game is. Go back to the last bowl game for Iowa State. Uh, that was, uh, and I was there. It was uh, in Memphis. Yes. 
and they got hammered by Tulsa. And nobody cares. Oh, they did. I was on that flight coming home. They were upset. The fans were upset that they looked ridiculous against Tulsa. Really? Yes. Really? They were. They had a what... they had a great time. They yeah. had a great time on Beale Street. Yes. And they loved the and they loved the party. Yeah. But there were a lot of long faces on the flights headed back to Des Moines. Sure, that wasn't a hangover? <laughs> it could have been. Well, of course you're going to be upset about your team losing. Okay. Yeah, I think you're missing the what point am I, What here. am I missing? When people look back at that I think game, you're looking at it only from the fan standpoint. I'm looking yes. at it from the school standpoint. Well, who is the one in the end that's going to make a decision? Where is the pressure going to come it's gonna from? Come, it's going to come from the fan base. Yes. So... Right. Okay. That's what I'm trying All to right. explain to you. So if the fans so go they and have a great time, yeah. Gary Barta's not going to be they don't give a They don't no. give a rip. Not, All right. That is not something to fire your athletic director over. Do you know how asinine that sounds? No, I didn't say that. I was just saying, would he be back on thin ice again? As long as they, as long as they make a bowl game, you think everything is cool. The only way, the only way he starts to feel the heat is if the Hawks do not make no, a bowl not game. Not the only way. So you're, you well, keep saying okay. this. Oh, no, no, on way. the field. I'm just saying on the field, if they don't make a bowl game, then he starts to feel some pressure. Well, that's not the only way either. If there is a mess of kids getting in trouble, okay. there is a lot of things out there. They so, no, this is not it. the only way. All right. But the way that I look at it is right now everything's hunky dory. He was able to survive. The money, we know. The amount of money that comes to the University of Iowa Athletic Department, $6.5 million, is not a big deal. Not it to, no, not to them. It isn't. No. It's a big deal to most everybody else, yeah, but it's, to yeah. them, it's not. The reserves, they say it'll be a couple of years. It won't even take that long. You think it'll be a year? Anyway, and they'll, no, they'll have it back up? I think it's built up already. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, again, With the money contract that they get from Big Ten and it's, everything it's, else? It's shifting a little money around here and there. Yeah. There are no concerns about that. It's much ado about nothing. Okay. Gary Barta is fine. Okay. His future is tied to the football program. His future is tied to the contract that he gave to Kirk Ferentz. Ferentz. That is where it is tied to. Gotcha. If he gets in trouble again, yep. we're having a different conversation. If a bunch of other things happen in other athletic departments, sure, he might be in trouble. But in the here and now, he is fine. The $6.5 million doesn't matter. A bowl game doesn't matter for Gary Barta and his future. Okay. I'm good with that. Took you a while. Well, I, I don't look at it from a fan perspective. But so you should. Why? Because that's who we're talking to. Because as I go there to cover the game, so I expect well, you don't go there I to expect cover to cover the game and see a good game. You have not a you haven't covered a game in seven years in Iowa City. <laughs> right? I didn't say that. I'm well, talking I about did. I'm talking about I know you did. You little weasel. <laughs> well, I'm, so I'm, I'm speaking the truth. Here Yes, you are. Yes. Hey, at least I'm honest. Yes. So from that standpoint, I would just want, I would just like my team to f be in a game in postseason play and not be out of it by halftime. That's all. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if it's, if it's tied to football and then tied to ancillar things that would pop up, which mm -hmm. you just described, right. then he would... Feel pressure. Absolutely. I mean, there's, okay. there's, you make you, a, you could, we could sit here for the next two and a half hours and sure. talk about things that could come up. Yeah. It's an right. exercise in futility. Yeah, I there's, agree. There's no reason to sit here okay. and speculate about things that he could okay. get in trouble for. It, 
Yeah. Okay. I'm good. To do that. All right. Rob Howe will be on the way roughly at about 1225. We'll throw a few questions at him on this uh, as well. I'll let you do that. I'll do that. I you know worry. I will. I know. You're, I know you're over it, fanboy. Uh, here's the thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. What's that? Fanboy. Fanboy. <laughs> Who is the one? Yes. That was killing Gary Barnett. You did. Yes. Yes, you did. Who was the one that actually killed the contract when it was handed You out? did. Right. Well, we both did. But so, you were you were on it before I was. Yes, of I course. know. I know. Because I actually do my homework, and I actually do my I, work here, I just, and I actually come with an opinion. I just have to bust on you once in a while. Come well, on. Let me have not, a little fun. But it's not fair. See, no, I bust no, on you th- on I know things you that do. are fair. No. <laughs> you've, you've worked in this market for seven years yes. and never been to Iowa City what? to cover an event. I've driven through it. You've never not even through it. You've driven on the interstate. Yes, that's true. Right. So I passed it. So I could I could bust on you for that. Yeah, you can. You call me a fanboy, but you know that's not true. That is no. You do you do amazingly well, and and this is and this is in all sincerity. When things need to be said, you two take your fan hat off, and you do come with strong opinions. On that team, yeah, I, and I always have and do. I always appreciate that. So don't call me fanboy. How okay. dare you, Brinson? How dare you? How about that All Star game last? Well, night? look, I got into it a little bit. I thought Bryce Harper's catch was a nice catch. Uh, the hair flip was even better. You wish you had hair like that. Uh, you're not kidding. So do you? Yeah, we all do. That that guy, and the coolest thing though, and it even would have been better, Trent was when they were interviewing Harper, and he's in right field. Yeah. They're talking to him live the whole inning. That was awesome. It would have been even better if a ball would have been hit to him. Yeah. And he continued the conversation while he, was, he was making running. a play on the ball. Yeah. Probably oh, wouldn't I, have been able to do that, the catch that he made, the sliding catch. Well, no, not that one, no. But, but just a lazy fly, fly ball out yeah. there. A few steps over, yeah, he's still talking. Yeah. yeah, he's still talking. I think we were all hoping And then he one. asked Joe Buck about the Cowboys, because he's a boys fan, yeah. and he asked him about Dak Prescott. I mean, that's all time. All time. That was sensational. Well, let's go to the game last night. No score as they play in the top of the fifth inning. Miguel Sano comes to the plate, the runner-up in the home run derby from the night before, and the first run of the night on the board. Don't want to see that shallow right, long run. Harper can't get there. Fair ball, and it's one to nothing. Al. So I figured. All right, here we go. Yeah, we got a little action, a little offense. Yeah, my my team, Miguel Sano, he gets the hit. Yeah. Who came in, in the fifth? Brandon Kinsler. He would have been in line for the victory, and then who screws it up? Another Minnesota twin, <laughs> Irvin Santana, yeah. giving up the home run to Yadier Molina to tie things up at one. And still works like he's trying to make a team. 2-2, hit in the air, right field. Pretty well struck. Upton back, track, wall, out of here! Yadier Molina the other way. That one landed in the bullpen in right field. And we're starting over. Tied at one. Yadi so big smile on the face there for Yadier Molina. Uh, that was that's kind of a cool moment. Yeah. yeah you could see just how, how excited, how happy he sure. was to... To get the big hit in that one. Love that part. But the best part of the ball game comes in the sixth inning. The photo? Oh, absolutely. This was great. Here's the call from Fox last night. As Nelson Cruz says, well, I want to get a, a picture with umpire Joe West. Come on. Is that- oh, no. Oh, don't freeze up on us. Oh, no. This is great. 
best part of the ball game last oh, night. Oh, it was the best part. Oh, oh, that's too bad. It froze up on you. Unbelievable. Here it is. Come on. Was that a, was that a, somebody just take a pick? Uh, it's good. It's not going to play. Well, if you missed it. Yes. <laughs> Nelson Cruz comes up, hands over his camera, his, his cell phone. Yeah. To Yadier Molina. Yeah. Goes to umpire Joe West, says, hey, get together here. We're going to take a picture. And Joe West, he, first he's kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he says, says oh, yeah, let's do, let's, yeah do let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. Didn't he say something? It was his 5,000th game or something like that? Right, yeah. So that's why he wanted that. And the two old guys, Nelson Cruz, the old guy on the field. And, and the, the old, old guy, guy behind, behind the, uh, behind the, the plate. See, yeah. old guys are cool. No, cool is a relative term. <laughs> cool is a relative term. We finish up in the 10th inning. Robbie Cano going yard for the AL and giving them the lead in the top of the 10th. They had a one to nothing lead after five. Molina's home run tied it in the sixth. Here we are in the tenth, and Wade Davis takes over on the mound. First up, Chicago Cano. Cano. Hard hit into right, back at the wall. Come on, Cano puts the AL on top, two to one. That's so just like that, the only Cubs player in the game gives up the game winner. Oh, in typical Cubs fashion yep. from this season. Long ball. The only Cub. Gives it up. <laughs> a 2-1 victory for the American League. Their dominance in the All-Star game continues. But this one yeah. was just an exhibition. This time it did not count. That is correct. No home field advantage. So, well, my twins, uh, they more than likely will be on the road when they go in the World Series for games <laughs> one and two. By the way, uh, got a text from Hawk Raider. Says, bowl games matter to every Hawkeye fan. I know. Nobody cares about the AD. He says bowl games matter. Matter in one sense. I. This is where I'm, I'm just that. That's you know I I get your 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 thought process. I do. Do you, do you look at 2015 as a disappointment because they got beat in the Rose Bowl? I don't. No, I I don't. They went 12 and 0. Yeah. Do you look at 2002, the year that they lost to USC in the Orange Bowl, as a disappointment because that lost that game? I don't. Okay. I don't. What about last year? No. Not a disappointment? No. I, what, when I well, think they, back of 2016. Up, up, upset Michigan? That's what I will think about. Okay. I will think of that moment, going okay. onto the field as a fan for the first time in 12 years. Going on the field at Kinnick for the first time as a fan in 12 years. I will think of that Michigan game. I will think of hundreds of moments from the regular season before I ever think of the Florida game. When you win them, it's great. Mm-hmm. When, but in the grand scheme of a season, okay. I think you overrate them a little bit. Okay. I'm not saying they don't matter. But it's not just about the football game. That's not what a bowl game is about. As a fan, it's about the experience that goes along with it. That's what I was trying to get at with you. All right. Now, he claims that the 12-0 was awesome. Once again, Hawk Raider. But it gutted the fan base. Gutted the fan base. How so? Maybe maybe just because of it was over by halftime, I'm guessing. That the loss was so bad that they just got hammered, and the flight back wasn't as fun as if you would if they would have lost by fourteen, it would have, you would have felt much better about it. No, not necessarily. Really, you, you lose a heartbreaker. That's sometimes more. more we all okay than getting blown out. You're right. No, no, no. You disagree. I, I gutted the. Fa- what does that mean? I, well, it's, you, you he know, only has 140 characters. I know. I know. <laughs> and, and context is important. 
in that one. We'll we'll see if we can get a little bit more on that. Okay. But we're well overdue for a break. We got to take it here. We got Rob Howe coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on a lot of things in the Hawkeyes as he joins us next. Jimmy B and TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. The key to success? Keep it simple, especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Napa know-how. Buckets are good. Good at storing, carrying, and hauling all kinds of stuff. But the Napa bucket for $3.99 does more good than that. Like getting you 20% off three or more items that fit inside. And donating a dollar to the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund. So do our soldiers and yourself some good. And save 20% with the Napa bucket. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Exclusions apply. Offer expires 731.17. Get unbeatable quality and satisfaction guaranteed with Cabot Exterior Wood Care products from Menards. Cabot offers the best finishes and protection to keep any exterior wood surface looking beautiful. It's great for fences, decks, furniture, and more. Choose from a wide selection of wood stains and find the color that's right for you. Right now, save $10 a gallon after rebate on Cabot Stain. Find other great deals going on now during Menards' Price Right Sale. Save big money at Menards. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. 
Live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way until 3 today. Uh, always fun when we get a chance to hook up with Rob Howe. HawkeyeNation.com, always good stuff on the site from Rob. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Rob, good afternoon. Good afternoon, boys. Uh, let's just kind of follow up with, uh, and Trent and I discussed it while it was happening yesterday, Gary Barta's news conference, and we had a, a, a discussion uh, on it again when we opened the program. Your thoughts on what you witnessed uh, at that? Yeah, it was um, pretty much what I expected, I think, Jim. It, you know, it was something I think he he and the university wanted to do before we got to Chicago in a couple weeks for the Big Ten media days. I don't think they wanted the the Meyer Griesbaum cases taking away from, you know, what he was talking about in Chicago. So I think that's the reason why they did it yesterday. Um, maybe, if anything, I, I was surprised there wasn't a little bit more contrition on his part um, that, you know, he cost the university – and he did mention that it wasn't. It didn't just happen in a vacuum. It wasn't just his decision uh, or decisions that were made during the process. Um, but it just seemed like, yeah, whatever. The six point five million comes out of a reserve fund. We'll just get more money in there, and you know, the jury got it wrong. That's basically what I took out of it. Um, and that was the surprising thing to me. I thought maybe he would be more politically correct in it, but maybe we should be appreciative of him being more outspoken and, and saying what he felt. And, uh, you know, he did. He certainly did that. Now, going back to this, uh, I'm surprised that he survived the way that he did and, and everything kind of happened. I think timing worked out very well with students not being around campus as this was all going down for the most part. But uh, it's my opinion, Rob, and I want to get your thoughts on this, that his future really doesn't matter a whole lot of, raising money and those kind of things. It's still tied to Kirk Ferentz and what happens going forward with him and the football program after the contract extension was given a year ago uh, to Coach Ferentz, that that's really what's going to decide the fate of Gary Barta. Are you willing to go down that road with me? Yeah, I would agree, Trent. And and also, he's he's not, you know, a spring chicken anymore. He's, he's closer to the end of his career than he is at the beginning. And um, he's in a position now, and, and he just got an extension when, when you know President Harrell took over. Um, and he's got President Harrell on his side. He's obviously got Kirk on his side, um, you know. And the people that are part of the process of raising money for the university are on his side, um, and that's really what it's about. I mean, it's about making money and, and you know being able to absorb a six point four five million dollar hit and you know, come out and say yesterday that's not going to affect anything we do with our sports teams uh, says a lot. So, um, you know, they're, they're making money. They're, they're upgrading facilities. Uh, all the things that you want, you know, uh, and uh, what is an independent portion of your university in a lot of ways because it's self-sufficient are going in the, in the right direction for them. And I, I think that ultimately um, – is what helped him, what helped him survive a job, you know, something that, that others may not have survived. Rob, let me, uh, my follow-up question yesterday would have been, okay, you said that you were going to have independent investigators come in and go through and do an internal examination to make your department even better so things like this wouldn't happen. 
Did he indicate if that had taken place yet? And if it hasn't, did he indicate when it would? He didn't. He indicated that it had not started yet, which was one of the more surprising things that came out of the, mm-hmm. the press conference yesterday. Um, this stuff was wrapped up, you know, before the end of May, and now we're in the middle of July. Um, and I would think it would be something on the front burner that they would want to take care of, and that falls at at President Harold's feet as much as it does Gary. I mean, Gary certainly, I would think, would want to push to have that done if he's, you know, if he, he if he wants to be completely transparent and, and you know show everybody that you know these cases were isolated and and as he said yesterday, you know, there's never been better. Uh, culture in his department, which I think was a backhanded, you know, right. backhanded stab at, at the two women that uh, you know took them to court or wanted to take them to court. Um, but yeah, I, I, that was the one thing to me is uh, that's a bad look to me. I, I think that's something you want to get on right away. Um, maybe it's because of the summertime and people are in and out of the office or whatever. But uh, I, I don't really see an excuse for not getting that thing started and done and reviewed right away. Well, outside of the court case, there were some interesting things that came out. Uh, let's start with the football team. A week ago, the big news was the Tiger Hawk uh, on the 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Barta was asked yesterday about the water tower. He doesn't have any input on that one, unfortunately. <laughs> no, he does not, and neither do I. <laughs> Didn't we talk about getting you guys up on that water tower? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I've not started working on that either. Oh, that's all right. The, all right. the, the wheels of in this town apparently are moving kind of slowly. <laughs> no, no surprise on that one, Rob. I, I don't have the water tower. Well, yeah. well uh, <laughs> over on the football field, night games. A uh, conversation that normally by this time, Rob, we kind of know what the night games are going to be. Still no announcements there. Are we going to have to wait until Big Ten Media Day? Is it going to be even after that? Are we going to get any more with the Hawkeye football schedule? No, I mean, I think we could get some more with the football schedule, but I also think that the TV, you know, the, the TV networks who are paying a ton of money for this, for the rights to these, these games, and I'm surprised they hadn't done this a, a longer, you know, sooner, I should say, um, but they have control, basically, of this thing within a couple weeks of the game, so they could pick and choose the prime night games that they want. Um, so I, I think... Some of these games are just going to be hanging out there for a while until, you know, ESPN or Fox or Big Ten Network or whoever it is says, hey, you know, these two teams are 5-0 and at this point. You know, this may not have looked like a, a, a desirable game or a marquee game before the season, but it does now. It gives them that flexibility. So they're not locked into, you know, saying in, in July or June or whatever, hey, this, is, this game looks good on paper. They can now actually wait to see how the teams are doing and then pick the best games or the, the games they, they want to you know, broadcast the most or, or think, think gives, they think gives them the best chance at viewership. Mm-hmm. Do they, will they uh, look at the 